0: The ButtFair Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of Fam Conchie. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Welcome back to But First Stretch, and if it's your first time, I'm so glad that you're joining me. Today's episode is super inspiring and brought me back to why I created this podcast to begin with. Every person on this show has made an impact in their community by tapping into their individual talents. The businesses created, the people inspired are all byproducts of people believing in themselves and what they do. No matter where you live, there are people who are making a difference, including yourself. So this is my second podcast of the month that involves nutrition, wellness, and I'm contemplating on using the rest of this month to dive into this topic because what I love about the individuals I've had on this show is that they are educated and very much support the idea that food is healing. And I know I've had... A few people on this show before that tap into the nutrition aspect of wellness, of bettering our lives, and I do think that food is a vital portion of this. And for me, I'm a fan of eating based on what my body needs and not necessarily omitting foods. And I believe that every person on this show who has a strong background in nutrition has highlighted that, and I think that is so great. And I do know that food allergies is a completely different case. Like if you have to eat a certain way, if you are gluten-free or have severe dairy allergies, I totally get it. But I don't have allergies, so I don't think that it's necessarily important for me to cut everything out. I ran my best marathon time while focusing on a plant-based diet that involved fish because I still felt the need of getting some kind of animal protein and while that was really great for me, I was running faster this training cycle in the spring because of the whole grains and ethically sourced proteins I was adding due to breastfeeding and the foods that fuel me are very different than what fuels my husband. So I do think it's important to embrace that we have these differences instead of criticizing someone else's food choices. I do see that a lot on social media where people like call people out for eating certain foods. But food can and should be really fun. And I personally love to get the kids involved, even if it means a bigger mess or in my case, taking a lot more time. Our community member of the week on Buffer Stretch is Jessica DeLuise, also known as the Wellness Kitchenista. Jessica has over 10 years of clinical experience as a physician's assistant with a master's degree in health science and a certification in culinary medicine, and is a TV host of Eat Your Way to Wellness featured on Amazon Prime. The Wellness Kitchenista empowers others to make practical, easy changes to make food as medicine. Jessica has been featured on many different media stations, including QVC, ABC7, NBC10, ABC6, CBS6, PBS, and the Dr. Oz Show because of her expertise on nutrition and health. Let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. The first portion of the podcast is the warm up, introducing our guests. Hi, Jessica, welcome. Hi,
1: I'm so happy to be here.
0: So, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up founding the Wellness Kitchenista.
1: So, okay, well, the, I mean, here's on paper. On paper, I'm a physician assistant, so I've been in practice for 10 years, and then I have an additional certification in culinary medicine. And, but about me personally, I come from New York, which is probably why I'm so loud. And I moved to Philly to complete my master's degree at Drexel. And then I met my husband and he was pretty deeply rooted here. So he convinced me to stay. And yeah, that's pretty much how we ended up here in Pennsylvania for the long term. I've been here since 2008. And the Wellness Kitchenista is exactly a representation of who I am. I love to smile and have fun. I am that person that likes to provide the levity in a very serious conversation. Not that I don't, you know, buckle down and, and I'm professional when I need to be, but I am think that you have to do everything with a smile and enjoy the journey. So even if it's getting into kitchen and chopping onions, you know, I'm crying because of the onions, but I'm laughing because, you know, I have the opportunity to do it. And so the wellness kitchenista is truly that. It's someone who's sassy, who's kitschy, who has fun, and it's all surrounded by wellness and that's, you know, physical and mental wellness, you know,
0: all tied up into one. That's awesome. And what's been the most rewarding part of your job?
1: It's a a loaded question. I mean, obviously everything I do is rewarding, right? So I don't think anybody goes into healthcare or into the business of servicing others in the least appropriate, in the least inappropriate way that could be taken. But I don't think anyone goes into that space Without understanding that every day is going to be rewarding, you know, every day you're going to affect somebody's life. You're going to provide them an opportunity to pivot toward a more positive, preventative way in a more positive, preventative way. And so, let's see. I mean, coming up with a specific example, when I was in private practice last year, of course, and you know, ever since my show hit Amazon Prime, I've left private practice and really focused on the bigger scale of things and educating the masses, but. When I was dealing with clients one on one, every day I would experience that, oh my gosh, I you know, I did this and people were feeling good and they were understanding their bodies and they were able to feel empowered. And that's the greatest gift that anyone could receive is knowing that you're able to give people information, tips, tools, empower them. And then they don't need you anymore, you know? And then they can just move on like a baby bird, you know, flapping its wings. And that is just so amazing.
0: Yeah, I think that is awesome, seeing how people evolve from their own nutrition and, and wellness.
1: Yeah, there's always that moment where you where you say something to somebody, and they're just looking back at you, they're just looking back at you, and then you see it. You see that transition happen in their brain, you see that light bulb go off, and that is just magical. I mean, that is just so exciting. And I, this actually just happened to my husband. I mean, there's for years I've told him this one thing, one thing, one thing. And finally I said, this is why. And I just said it a little bit differently. And he was like, I never once understood it until right that moment. So those <laughs> moments that you get to experience in healthcare and preventative medicine, they're just, they're daily.
0: And so it's really, it's really an awesome thing. And what's the most challenging part of your job?
1: the people just kidding Uh, no really I would would say that is the most challenging um, is sometimes you know I think people come to me because they want or they seek me out or follow me on social media because they want a change and they want a change in the most positive ways and so I, I applaud them I think that's awesome but then at the very beginning you can tell you know getting through that kind of breaking through all those old habits or breaking through those preconceived notions about what wellness is and what good whole food eating is, is extremely challenging because they want to, you know, there's that resistance there. They don't want to believe you. They don't want to believe that food has that power. They don't want to believe that going out for a walk can improve their vitamin D levels. Right. I mean, not immediately, but you know what I mean? So that is, that is super challenging, but I've been very blessed. I mean, the challenge, that's all part of the process. And so I wouldn't say that that's a challenge per se. Um, Starting my business in general was a challenge. I think just getting that off the ground and understanding who am I, right? When you start a business, this really weird thing happens as an entrepreneur. You start your business and you have all of these ideas and you're like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And then you actually learn who you are. You thought you knew, but you don't really know. And so when you learn who you are, as you evolve and how, as you tell people, this is who I am, this is what I do... It really takes on a, a totally different form than you once thought it, it would. And so that's been, again, a, a challenge but part of the process. And I can't say that I look at those challenges as negative things. You know, I just look at it as being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And even if I don't succeed with something that I try or something that's new, I know now what not to do. So anything that I faced has really been, you know, a And it just, you know, it's all mindset. So
0: I love that you took the question, and I think that is the purpose of this question. Challenge doesn't necessarily mean negative. It means, and I think challenge for each person is so different, and I love how you address that. That's a really, I've. this is the 38th episode, and I think the first time where I'm like, yeah, the challenge isn't negative because a lot of great things come from challenge.
1: Right. I mean, if you're not challenging yourself, or, or others, right, as a parent, as a coach, as a healthcare provider, as a spouse, if you're not challenging those people, how do you ever have dialogue? How do you ever have debate? How do you ever learn? You know, I think now, specifically in 2020, we're so afraid to challenge others or challenge ourselves. We want that quick, easy fix, right? We're such a microwave society, and we're so afraid to maybe debate someone who has a different viewpoint, that's the most beautiful mm-hmm. thing about life, especially now in 2020. You know how diverse and how many ideas and people we're coming into contact with through social media. It's like that's the best freaking thing is to challenge. And guess what? Sometimes you'll challenge somebody. I, this has happened recently. You'll challenge somebody, and they'll say something, and you're like, Oh my god! Well, I guess they, I guess, I guess I have to change my viewpoint. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just like about changing the other person. It's about your own personal growth. So yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy you like that inside.
0: <laughs> so we're going to dive into the workout portion of the show. Can you share what the wellness, the wellness kitchenista uh, would do if someone reached out to work with you? Like what are people's options?
1: Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I am a PA, right? So I am a physician assistant and you're local, obviously here to Concha Hopkins where I, I reside as well. And so as a PA, I work at a brand-new urgent care. is opening right here in Conchahack in October 2020. So depending on when you're, you're listening to this, it might be before or after. But there's a brand-new urgent care that's there that I will be the PA at. And so that's really exciting because um, it's called American Family Care. And so if you need something immediate or urgent, x-rays, stitches, sutures, UTI, GYN, I'll be there for that. And then on a more preventative and wellness perspective, if someone wants to work closely with me, I offer so many things. So either social media, so TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, I'm always on social media, sharing recipes, stories, tips in the grocery store, uh, anything that I think could provide value to the viewer, I try my best to share. And I have a cooking club, which is really exciting, where people join, and it's a monthly membership. And so we have a private Facebook group, and we are ju- I just, 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 the beginning of September launched that. And people can actually... Join, and there is a group where we're in, on Facebook. Every Sunday night, I do a, a live QA. So we'll live QA, get your mind right, ask your questions for the week. What's everyone working on? It's really a support group and, and for accountability. You know, like if someone tells me that they want to try a recipe, I'm taking notes. And the next week, I'll say, how, how was that recipe? And we cook live together once a month. So every first Sunday of the month, we actually cook a recipe through together. I talk about my ingredient choices, some basic knife skills. And, or you know, or cooking skills, and so that's a really an opportunity for again people to be a little uncomfortable, go out of their comfort zone, and learn how to get meals on the table that support their wellness. And so, given that I have the ten years of healthcare practice, what's really neat is Someone might say, "Hey, Jess, I have a nut allergy." For me, I know I know exactly what I can offer them as a swap. Right? It's not medical advice, but it's my own personal kind of two cents and education that I can offer through this club. So that's super exciting. Um, And then, of course, I work with a production team and a lot of brands who support me to produce a television show. And we just produced a 10-episode season one, which is now on Amazon Prime, and it's fantastic. A lot of local businesses were involved in that. A lot of interviews and on, on the scenes, behind the scenes uh, education, which is really fun. And we're looking to do a season two. So now that, yeah, that is in the works. We have meetings and we're trying to gather, you know, the financial support and the social media support to,
0: to do that. So it's really exciting. That is so exciting. And what's the name of the, Pro- the Amazon Prime show? Amazon Prime. It's called Eat Your Way to Wellness. Though
1: I suspect that we might name a second season something different. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's all it's all an evolution. Mm-hmm. So it's all up in the air right now. But, uh, you know, you can always search Jessica DeLuise and it'll pop right up.
0: Awesome. Um, and you also do events, right? And I guess like your big event right now is the Cooking Club. Do you have a favorite event? And I know you're also limited to what's going on in the world at this point. Moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do a lot of events. I mean, you know, in the past, the pre-quarantine, I was asked to speak at a lot of events and do cooking demos or education. So any expos or um, live, like I did a live women's event last year in Virginia that cbs put on and so i did some education and and really targeted specific demonstrations based on what i was educating about but that's really fun and i often go into a lot of the corporate offices and talk to individuals about you know what are foods that can help mental clarity and work efficacy and less less Let me try that again. Less mixed, missed work days. You get it. Oh, my goodness. Great. Clearly, I haven't had my foods for mental efficiency today. So, yeah. So that's really fun, too, because I think something that's different than on social media, when you get into that corporate setting, so if anyone's listening and they want to bring me in for lunch and learn, please reach out to me. I think that's a little bit different. You're going to get people who have different needs and different wants, and they have a different goal sheet, than an individual who's learning to cook for their family in the cooking club, right? I mean, this is all about business and fast pace and quick ideas. And so that's a really fun, a fun thing to do for me because I get to exercise my brain and just meet new people.
0: No, that's awesome. And do you have a particular clientele, or are there people that you want to work with? People you work with? Yeah, I think that any anyone that is looking to make a
1: more positive change, but here are my rules about that, is whatever your wellness goal is, it has to be fun. And for me, I'm really about the why of food. I'm not gonna tell you, hey, here's a great recipe, and then you'll make it, and then you'll have no idea why we even made that recipe, right? Why are we eating those foods? Why are we choosing grass-fed and finished beef? Why do I care about avocado oil to cook with versus something like extra virgin olive oil? Why does that matter? So you're going to get a lot of that from me. And so understanding that whoever it is, um, generally I will say, though, the people that are following me are primarily between the ages of like 25 and 60, 60, 65. So, you know, the people that are maybe working, who are parents, who are cooking at home, most of us are cooking at home, but who are (laughs) cooking at home, are the people that will reach out to me, both, both male and female, but, you know, it's all about the why. So I think that my specific clientele is those who want to learn. And if you don't want to learn, if you want someone to just hand you a recipe on a plate, there's, there's that too. I have lots of recipes on my, on my website. But you're going to understand why I'm choosing those ingredients if you follow me on social or you watch the show.
0: I love that. And how could maybe either watching the show or signing up for your Sunday cooking series, how could this help families?
1: well i mean a little bit more topical but right now i think primarily we're all focused on the immune system and staying well and particularly now we're in fall right so we're headed into the winter and even spring i think that it's a goal of families is to stay well together number one so understanding what foods can really support your immune system or which ones cause inflammation versus which don't secondly families particularly those with children right there's an epidemic now with type 2 diabetes in childhood with childhood obesity, it's no longer something that is obscure or unfamiliar. It's it's almost ubiquitous. I mean, everyone knows somebody who's been affected by childhood obesity or type 2 diabetes or cardiovascular disease in young adults like teenagers. So by understanding young how to balance your meal, how to incorporate vegetables, how to choose quality ingredients and going to the store with your children and saying, Hey, let's look at this label together, right? It's all these things take time. I get that parents are super busy, but educating children now helps save their life later. Truly, truly. I believe that. So I think that, you know, it's important as a family unit to create meals together, to give your children choices too. I mean, children are so receptive to that. Do you want the broccoli? Or do you want the cauliflower, right? You get to choose. What do you What do you think? Okay, awesome. How do we want to make that? There's studies that show that when children are involved, in, I chose like the most two most like childhood disgusting vegetables. I know that was like <laughs> such a terrible example, but um, when children are involved, studies show that they're more open to eating those foods that can support their wellness a little bit better. So I think that that is so important, and I will credit my mom a lot to why. I love to be in the kitchen. My dad was fantastic for other things. He was not in the kitchen. (laughs) My mom Mm -hmm. was. And so my mom did always open it up for us to help, to chop, to peel, to choose ingredients. And I think that's part of why I love food so much. And then not only that, then we're sitting down at the table. Whether or not you're in a single parent home or a dual parent home, sitting down at the table after you've made that meal and talking about your day, talking about maybe some challenges and keeping an open dialogue... And it may not be a parent, right? It might be an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent or a family friend, but keeping an open dialogue with children about what's going on in their lives, not only food choices, but in their lives, it's all, that's mental health, right? That's mental health. Then you can open the door to, is someone bullying you? What's going on in school? What are you learning? Keeping that open channel of dialogue I think is so important um, for families. And I try to keep it open to my nieces or my goddaughters too, because Sometimes that is how we can prevent something before happening, right? Suicide. I was just reading some stats on teenage suicide or, or whatever. And weight is not only food, right? That's the other misconception. It's, it's stress. It's poor sleeping. It's mental health. So, um, yeah, I think that mealtime is super important for all those reasons.
0: Yeah, I love that. I feel like before we had kids – it was, we would eat in front of the television, and as soon as we had kids, we're like, all right, here's our, and it's like a huge shift from like going from that like, I don't know, early adult lifestyle to like, we have to have dinner as <laughs> a family, yeah. Yeah, it's so important, I mean, those are those
1: are values, It and it's also communication skills, right, rather than just being on your tablet or your smartphone or your computer, communication skills start as young adults or as children. And it starts with family because those, that's who you're exposed to. So yeah, I think that there's so much growth, um, so much growth that can happen
0: at mealtime. Um, okay. Is there a type of food that everyone should be eating? Ooh, a type of food that everyone should be
1: eating. (sighs) Hmm. Well, I will say that I think that wellness and food is very no one size fits all right it's very specific to that individual but i would think that and now in 20 years if this comes out in the news please understand that you heard it first here just kidding but i do think that a really big misconception misstep confusing confusing point for a lot of the people i encounter is fat and understanding how fats are refined it could be potentially inflammatory and specifically some of those vegetable oils or some of the fats that are really high in omega-6s. So I think a lot of us, are eating vegetable oil, sunflower oil, sunflower oil. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're not eating enough of those omega-3 fats, so our fatty fish, our salmon, our sardines, our avocados, that balance. And so if you don't have the right balance of fat, you're really inflamed, right? And this is not everybody, but I think that I see this a lot, is we're eating so many more of those inflammatory fats and refined fats and condiments and dressings And, you know, even the quote unquote healthy snacks have all these vegetable oils in them and we're not eating enough of the walnuts, right? The leafy greens and all of these other things that have the omega-3 fats. Uh, Even our food system, right? Our meats are fed grain and soy and corn. They're not generally most of the time feeding on pasture. So if you buy like a pasture raised cow or pasture raised chicken, they're going to have more of those fats. So I do think that That is really pervasive in the food choice and the food system. Is those inflammatory fats?
0: Wow, that's that's really cool. You always hear omega threes, but maybe we're missing. I guess the difference between like the oils and the.
1: Yeah, and omega threes, you know, are I love omega three fats. (laughs) They're linked to everything: neurologic health, cardiovascular health, gut health, mental health. Uh, there's a lot of research to support incorporating those, and that's why everyone is taking their fish oil supplement. Not everyone, but most people are taking that fish oil supplement because of the omega-3 fats. And so I would ask people to go and you know log their food for a day and use an app that looks at fat and see if you're actually getting that balance. Um, unless your practitioner has told you something totally different than what I just said, then here's the disclaimer. Please don't sue me. Just talk to them about, Just talk to them about it.
0: is there any type of food that we should be restricting in our lives
1: no short answer no
0: no i I don't like that I, i
1: think so much of the diet culture and what we see on social media is restrictive um you know of course if you have a food allergy that's totally different right or if your practitioner said this specific food is going to affect this disease process in some particular way But if it's just a general person who's looking to, you know, be healthful and preventative medicine, I truly think sometimes we need to seek professional advice and and support, and I totally get that. And that's, of course, why that cooking club is there, right, Um, and my support group. But understanding how to incorporate everything into your lifestyle is really important. It's 2020. You know, it's 2020. We are overloaded and bombarded with different foods and different marketing and bright colors and commercials and you name it. So I do think that understanding and really getting comfortable with incorporating everything is huge, is really huge. And for some people, that's going to require some help, and that's cool. And here's the thing. I have a lot of – I have a, a huge network. So if someone is listening to this and they're like, you know what, I do think I need help, they're always welcome to reach out, and I can put them in touch with some of my favorite people to see if, it, if that helps them.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Um, you also have been focusing a lot on seasonal foods in your posts. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to eat certain foods seasonally? So seasonal foods, a lot of what you're
1: seeing from my posts on social media is from the garden because we have a huge garden out back in our backyard where we also have five chickens. But also seasonal food is very important for a few reasons. One, when you think about sustainability, right, or eating locally, that can help your body in a few ways. Local farmers, right? You want to support those local businesses. Sustainability, meaning that we're not shipping and sourcing elsewhere. And there's all these other costs and manufacturing that happens to our food, of course. And when we eat in season, that peak of freshness, you're going to get all those antioxidants. You're going to get all those vitamins. And you think about foods in the summer. So foods that are super nutritious, right? Um, some foods, for example, like corn corn has two antioxidants in it that protect us from the sun. So like, okay, that's so cool because corn is prevalent in the summer when we're out in the sun. So if you just think about it like that, all of these foods, having the ability to support our wellness in different ways, it can be a really neat thing. And as we move toward the fall, you have all the squash and the pumpkin and all of that beta carotene and vitamin C in those orange fruits and vegetables. Great, cold and flu season, right? We know that we're about to... Go underground for the winter in, into the darkness. So I think that that is so important as well as the sustainability factor um, and the environmental factor, right? You want to lower your carbon footprint as much as possible. I think all of those reasons would be reasons to eat local, locally and seasonally.
0: I love that. My one-year-old all of a sudden is really into blackberries. Mm. And I'm like, thanks for the most expensive fruit. <laughs> <laughs> And those pints, those pints are so stinking small. I mean, like, come on now. I know, I'm like, thanks. Here's my $6.99 splurge.
1: Interestingly, blackberries are something that we grew this last year and this year. You cannot kill them. They come back year after year. They're so at least we couldn't. Year after year we tried to move them and they popped up exactly where they were the last year. So we had to pull those out too and move them. But yeah, they're they're a really easy thing to grow. So what happens when we tr- grew our garden, this is just, you know, how we got started in case anyone's like, okay, maybe I'll consider growing. We looked at what grew in our region. And so you can find that. So if you were in region, I think six or seven here in Pennsylvania. So if you look at region six fruits and vegetables, you'll find a whole plethora of things to grow. And so that's how you know that it's going to be good for your environment. Um. See, you know, whatever whatever zone you're in, just look up the zone, and then you can find seeds specific to it. It's not hard. You could, if you don't have the space, use a pot. You know, you can move your pots even inside if you feel like it's cold out. So there's just so many ways to, you know, become independent and lower that carbon footprint. Cause that's all money. That's all. You know, when things are shipped, like your apples, when those are shipped, they're covered in wax. They're covered in this and that. You don't know sometimes what other countries are using to grow their crops. You have no idea. You you lose control when you're not either growing it yourself, going to some local farmers, and eating in season. Um, In the winter, though, frozen is is the best. I I mean, frozen is great. A lot of people assume that that is less nutritious than fresh fruits and vegetables, but that's not really the case. So I would say frozen is your best friend in the winter if you haven't grown and frozen yourself or grown and pickled.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. That is such helpful advice. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, What hurdles do people face when buying food? Like, why do we buy too much or not the right items?
1: Hmm. Well, I
0: I mean, I think those are two different things. But um,
1: (laughs) sometimes too much, I think too much is just, it comes down to a timing issue, right? If you find, find that you're buying too much, then either you're not cooking it or eating it in time. Or if those are, if that's the case, then you're not freezing it in order to preserve it, right? Or, or pickling it. So I think too much is not really ever the issue. It's, it's once you've purchased it, what to do with it. And if you, you don't have those skills or you need more information on that, enter the cooking club. It's part of what we talk about all the time. Um, not buying the right things, again, I think goes back to, you know, once you've found the right professional who wants to educate and empower you, it's not like some people do need that accountability moving forward but usually you're empowered enough that you might just need a judge every couple months right or a little bit of a a little slap on the on the bum so i think once you find the right professional who really educates you about the right foods for you cuz it really is specific to you and your needs and your goals and your family then it should be second nature but i think many people they rely on social media to say you must be eating this certain way, or keto is the way for everyone, or paleo is the way for everyone, or gluten free is the way for everyone. Rather than understanding how foods affect how food affects their body, and so I think that is really a huge misstep. If you're looking to make changes, get the facts. Invest, invest, invest. If you're going to invest in a business when you start it, you should invest in yourself when you make a change, right? So invest the time, invest the money in yourself, so you can learn you know about yourself and what to do at the grocery store
0: I love that and I think I think a lot of people also just try to like I don't know me personally I'm like oh let's just grab this packaged food because that it's a good snack the kids can have it won't go bad but I need to be focused more on like how will I use this in time so the kids can appreciate the freshness and the healthy benefit of it you
1: bring up a really good point and so a lot of this is actually i see this all the time i actually should have answered this question this way someone wants to make a a change they go to the grocery store they load up their cart's full they're feeling awesome this is great whatever and then it's just too much like it's just too much too fast so you bring up that point so maybe if your child likes blackberries this week you buy blackberries that's one thing i think blackberries are good it's attainable it's self-limited next week we can purchase something different right and so that might be a good way to start for someone if they're looking to make a change maybe this week we try lentil pasta great okay now that we have that unlocked maybe next week we try lentil pasta and grass-fed and finished beef as opposed to conventional and these are just I, I, I just prepped my dinner so like I, I'm thinking about what I'm having <laughs> that's why I bring those examples but you know I think that that is that's probably how I should answer that that question was Starts really super slowly, one thing at a time, and then you can build on that rather than going, you know, balls to the wall, deep diving right off the bat.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Thewellnesskitchenista.com.
1: You can contact me, my email is there, and all of the social media links, all of the show links, all of the new segments um, are all there. So, thewellnesskitchenista.com and then the Wellness Kitchenista on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.
0: Awesome. And I will put those in the show notes so people can click and make it simple to get in contact with you.
1: Yeah, I love it. And if you're listening and you do feel like you want to reach out on social media, send me questions, right? Because sometimes that really helps me and gears my next video or my next recipe. Ask as many questions as you want below the posts or, or send me a DM, and that way I, I'm able to serve you guys. Um, and give you exactly what you want
0: and need. That's awesome. So tell us, what stretches are you doing in your own life? Stretch is, well, listen, I
1: do a lot of physical stretches. So physical stretches, I have some back issues. I'm always about stretching my back. I love to lay on the floor and just bring my legs side to side. And also I hang upside down. I'm all about the inversion table. That's really helpful. Um, Mental stretches is we're getting ready for maybe to produce another TV show. So it's super mental, you know. Yay! Um, yeah, it's super mental stretching to under, to think about you know who the guests will be, how do I do this? Um, but it's good. It's exciting. It's overwhelming. But it's definitely a stretch in all directions for me.
0: I love that. Um, what is something that you are enjoying doing in your life for you?
1: What am I enjoying doing? Well, you know, again, just going back even to that challenge question that you asked me at the very beginning of the podcast. This quarantine of 2020 has been so unique, to say the to least, but what it has allowed a lot of my friends who have they've told me to do, and myself included, is spend more time with their family. So I have found that I'm really enjoying going for walks with my husband every day. I'm really enjoying getting to know him. He's working from home, getting to know him in a totally different way than I ever knew him before. And I've been doing a lot more FaceTiming with my parents and my brother and my niece. And and so it's been kind of a unique thing because I was go, go, go 24-7 before this. And so I'm getting to kind of take a step back. I'm still working, right? I'm still working and, and doing what I do. But I'm taking this step back, and I'm able to look at my life at a bird's eye view. And it's been so, so cool. I've really enjoyed it.
0: It's awesome. And what's something that you can't stop talking about? My show's on Amazon Prime. That just, that
1: just happened. That just happened. It's so exciting. I never, ever in a million years thought that I could do that. And um, I've reached out to everybody who's helped me along the way, and I've thanked them because I think that's really important. You know, Even someone who said, hey, talk to this guy, I've tried to send them an email, and I've tried to remember everybody and say thank you. But it's just, you know, listen, if you want to do something, there is nothing nothing or no or anybody there's no one and nothing that can stop you if that's truly a goal. and so i'm just so proud of of the production team and all the guests and everyone that made it happen but yeah i just can't stop talking about it
0: yay oh jessica thank you so much for being on this episode today
1: this was fun it's actually one of the most fun podcasts i've ever recorded so thank you so much thanks
0: I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the wellness kitchenista. She's such an inspiration and she really, again, just hit home on the reason why I'm doing this podcast is for other people to share about their business, their journey, their adventure. And wellness involves so many more things than just food or running or yoga, There's so many different elements to it. And it was such a great way to kind of tap back in onto why this whole podcast was created. So please follow me at Jennifer McCracken on Facebook or FitFamConchi on both Facebook and Instagram. And you can follow me at JenniferMC3 on Instagram. I'd like to wind down, do our cool down meditation. And... Start to find yourself into a comfortable position. Maybe that's in a seat. This could be a good meditation to do lying down if it's more comfortable for you. And just start to close your eyes. You lower the gaze down and take a breath in and take a breath out. Perhaps you consider a challenge that you're facing in your own life. Maybe notice how your body reacted to the thought of that challenge. And just breathe in. Breathe out. These challenges are allowing your best self to emerge. these challenges are needed even if you don't know why right now. If you're not challenging yourself or others How do you ever learn? Taking a breath in, and a breath out. And slowly start to blink the eyes back open, and come back into the present moment. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of but first stretch please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any ideas suggestions or just want to chat i'm looking forward to hearing from you have a great day